1: My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is HemPresent. If you have feedback, or would like to suggest a guest or topic for HemPresent, email me at hempresent at gmail.com I greatly enjoy hearing from you, the listener. Today's guest on HemPresent is Callum Hughes, who is the CEO and founder of Allied Corp and has logged over 15 years in the medical field, including in cardiovascular and cerebrovascular rehabilitation. Hughes has worked as director of a 140-bed acute care hospital and as an adjunct professor for the University of British Columbia in health economics, health evaluation, and Canadian health systems. Allied Corporation is billed as one of the only companies in the world that possesses the expertise in the kind of medical discovery and research to deliver psilocybin and cannabis formulations for health and wellness applications. They are leaders in developing proprietary cannabidiol and psilocybin compounds to treat PTSD Anxiety, depression, and other mental mental health issues, showing promising results. Callum's clinical experience includes time as a healthcare provider to patients with chronic diseases and acute disability, and workplace health and wellness. And he's joining me today. Welcome, Callum, to the show.
2: Wow, what an introduction! Thank you, Vivian. (laughs) I'm happy to be here.
1: (laughs) You're welcome, man. (laughs) Uh, let's begin by having, just tell us how allied corporation came into being. What motivated you to create a company that's focused on creating formulas and compounds targeted at treating the debilitating effects of PTSD, anxiety, and depression.
2: Mm, Yeah, really good question. So allied Corp was founded on a vision to bring natural health and pharmaceutical products to market, to help those who have given up their own lives to serve and those people being the military veterans police, fire and ambulance, as we call the first responders. So uh, myself and our our chief operating officer, who's a a Canadian veteran, served in Afghanistan several times. We've uh, been been working together uh, over the uh, past uh, north of a decade to develop specific genetics that uh, were working uh, under the direct supervision of a corporate physician for some of the peer cohort who were coming back from from serving uh, their country as military veterans and coming back and were suffering with, with post-traumatic stress. So we were finding that some of these, these uh, original products were really having a positive impact and benefit to those that were, that were uh, survivors of, of post-traumatic stress. And so we, we really started to fine tune those genetics as well. That work uh, it, 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 it spun into some of the work that I have been doing in chronic management with some thoracic surgeons and, and physicians here in British Columbia. But that work brought us uh, a request to travel to Colombia in South America to talk with their uh, police force about what we were doing in Canada for trauma care. And it really uh, r- enlightened us to the perfect uh, uh, advantageous uh, growing conditions and production conditions that South America offers. And that being there's one season all year round so we can do weekly harvests uh it's 25 degrees there's one season except for the two week rainy season and um 60 to 80 percent humidity etc so you know effectively the conditions that uh very successful production engineers both in the us and canada that try to produce indoor uh cultivation environments it occurs naturally in south america and so we really set a strategy to to establish an internationally vertically integrated supply chain. So we acquired a full production site in Colombia. And then with the change of government in the United States, we've seen some real tangible actions around uh, movement towards US national legalization. So we've been really mindful to have a purposeful strategy to uh, gain access into the United States market with the imminent US legalization large-scale production in Colombia uh, so that we can go all the way from seed in the ground in Colombia to retail shelf space in the international marketplace so that's that's one of of the four verticals that allied has um, that, that the first of four this this second vertical which you touched on uh, just by mentioning the word psilocybin is our pharmaceutical development vertical and so These products and specific formulations that we've developed, we've got two uh, cannabinoid-based formulations under provisional patent, and a third, more recent formulation that's psilocybin-based that we've trademarked under the trade name RX is also under patent. And so we have two very important agreements in place. We've got one with the University of Haifa in Israel to do preclinical animal model testing on the pharmaceutical products and then roll that uh, that data into human clinical phase one with our team of doctors in Austria, in Europe. So we've got three products. The, the disease target originally started as PTSD and that has evolved into general depression and anxiety. So these are very large global markets for pharmaceutical products. The third of the four verticals is our natural health vertical, which we have Uh, we're legally allowed to sell hemp derived CBD products in the United States under the the legal farm bill currently. So we've got three brands to market. One is a veteran brand called Tactical Relief. The second is an athlete focused brand called Equilibrium Bio. And the third is a topical and anti-aging line of cosmetics under the brand name Maxa. So we've got products for sale in the US currently under those three brands. And, And that's our natural health vertical. So we've got production, pharmaceutical development, our natural health, uh, sales and distribution, and the last vertical is our charitable-based activities uh, in which we actually bring real people through healing retreats and get them on their path back to health and wellness. And this is what I've dedicated my whole doctorate dissertation towards, is this novel model of care that we're bringing uh, to help those people heal who have given of their lives to serve the country. And so that's the four verticals of Allied. And we're, we're extremely excited to bring this to market and kind of and spread the awareness about, about the, the uh, model of care that Allied's bringing to the people that need it.
1: It, it sounds like there might be some really promising applications towards some, some real social challenges that we're, we're dealing with today. Uh, you know, we know that it's estimated that 22 vets commit suicide daily, and that, mm. that could very well be a, a, a low estimate Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we have a significant amount of our homeless population of veterans, um, mm-hmm. and of course police performance has never been kind of more in the public uh, uh, discussion as it is right mm-hmm. now um, mm-hmm. with everything going on. The, the bio uh, in my intro says that your products are showing promising results. Can you expand upon that a little bit? What kind of results and what is the science behind how your products work?
2: Yeah, sure. So I mean, there's, there's a lot of research that has been starting to happen in the cannabis space because of the the changes in, in legalization, it's enabled scientists to be, really get into the medical research. So in Canada, we legalized um, about four years ago, as well as Colombia. And, and so, you know, this has really enabled uh, pharmaceutical groups to get behind the academically supported research and, and really, really get the safety and efficacy data so that when pharma products come to market that uh, they're really supported by evidence-informed academic science. Uh, so the products that we have, um, you know, the the CB one, CB two receptors in, in our bodies are the cannabinoid uh, receptors, and they are involved in anti inflammation pathways, chronic pain with parasympathetic response, um, as well as uh, post traumatic stress. Specifically, we're focused on a on a very specific neurotransmitter in the brain that we were we have found in the in animal models have seemed to be depleted. Uh, so a specific terpene profile. That really activates uh, and and enhances that neurotransmitter uh, levels in the human brain. That that's an area of focus that we have. The third product, the psilocybin product, of course, the five HT two receptor is our target, which is involved in depression and and anxiety, very much uh, related to adrenaline and serotonin reuptake or or release. So. Um, you know without giving too much information about the proprietary knowledge the formulations that's in general sense the the uh the the uh pharmacological targets within the human brain that we're we're targeting as well as a little bit about the products so we're, we're very excited to see the results and bring these to market i mean there's other other products uh to market there's, there's a, a company called gw pharmaceuticals from from the UK they did the required research and they were the first to bring an FDA approved drug to breakthrough indication for children's epilepsy and the, the drug name is called Epidilex uh you know when you hear that name there's zero connotation back to cannabis but it's it's CBD it's cannabidiol and they brought children's seizures from 200 in a day down to 2 so you know the the efficacy and and promise of these products is is, is very, very high. And, uh, you know, the, the research is just is just getting started, in my opinion, to prove the efficacy of the benefit that what these products can bring to the people that need it.
1: You mentioned that you grow your product in Colombia, and you, you kind of touched on the benefits of that. I'm wondering what kind of challenges that creates?
2: Oh, sure. Well, I mean, having an international supply chain, it, it's been a it's been an amazing experience where it just speaks to the competency of the team that we have involved. We have Canadian production experts who have lived down there um, even even through the uh, the pandemic months. Um, but you know the competitive advantages that that offers we've uh, our test data from our first harvest, we're able to, we're able to produce at five cents per gram of uh, dried cannabis whereas, the published peer average in Canada through Health, Health Canada statistics is about $1.52 per gram, and when you go to the United States, you know, when you have large-scale greenhouse production, some of, the, some of the companies are reaching 85 to $0.90 cents per gram. But when you, when you scale uh, uh, to the level that Columbia offers and all of those advantages from a production standpoint, the profit margins get very exciting, to say the least. You know, and, it, and it, it, it's much like many other industries, such as, you know, the area that you're in, Vivian, in the Seattle region. Well, Starbucks doesn't grow their coffee in Washington state. It, it, it's grown in, in climates and regions that, that command advantageous growing conditions and then it's imported, right? So why, why, are, why, are we, why aren't we doing with this with cannabis? And, and I foresee that, that it will move that way Uh, just because of basic economics. So we have about a minute
1: uh, till we have to take the first break. So you have to import cannabis into the United States from another country? How complicated is that?
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of application and approvals and certificates that go along with that. So currently, the legislation in Colombia only allows for the export of extract. And currently in the United States, uh, the only the only cannabinoid that is nationally legal is CBD so um, you know uh, Colombia itself has made a decree that it will be moving forward with uh, with allowing the export of of cannabis and and then you know I can foresee the United States progressing their their legalization and and allowing for for additional commodities uh, in the cannabis realm to be able to be imported so that that's our current state and then a little bit about where i see everything moving towards
1: okay let's uh let's go to a break and and pick that up so we're going to take a quick break and
2: come back with callum hughes time to roll out for the people that let us and present hang loose we're coming right back
1: elevate your every day with that
0: suggy's feeling with the sweet taste of suggy's
2: We're back to Hemp Present only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak.
1: We're back on Hemp Present with Callum Hughes from Allied Corporation. Uh, Callum, pharmaceutical drugs have been historically the go to treatment for those suffering from post traumatic stress disorder, um, anxiety, etc. Uh, but even when those treatments have been effective, there have often been alarming side effects. How effective is cannabis as a treatment? for these uh, conditions uh, with that in mind? And how has your company gained expertise in using cannabis-based medicine as treatment?
2: Hmm, good question. Yeah, uh, I, I would echo the fact that you know the, the first uh, indicated pharmaceutical products that are usually prescribed are, are oxycodone or, or pain medications like this or uh, SSRIs or for general depression. Um, But, you know, the dependency issues that can come along with some of these, as well as many people self-medicate with alcohol as well. uh, And it kind of um, starts a downward spiral where PTSD is a, as a disease condition, uh, you know, people tend to self-isolate. So uh, with, with the propensity of alcoholism or dependency on on pain medication uh drugs etc that can manifest further self isolation and in fact what we find what we have been finding is that a calming of the nervous system followed by a connection to a peer support community has been has been one of the one of the real uh positive aspects of what we offered at uh, offer in allied <clears throat> and so you know the first the first activities that we teach people in the healing retreats are that uh, it's okay to be vulnerable and and it's it's it, 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 they, it to educate them about their their parasympathetic nervous system where uh, essentially they're living their life at an extremely heightened from an extremely heightened place where if a, a broom handle drops or something it's it it, it you know it, they tend to jump etc and we call that hyper 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 vigilance uh, so the first the first aspect is really. Calming the nervous system, and, and you can see this in, in chronic pain science, where you then create a, a bit of capacity for the person's uh, uh, sensory input to be able to handle extra stimuli. And, and at that point, you can then begin to, to get into therapeutic activities and, um, and behavioral techniques that uh, seem, seem to really have a positive impact uh, with people. Speaking specifically to the cannabis products, well, cannabidiol, Uh, you know the calming effect that that the uh, that the that the products that we have have shown in the in the veterans that use it um, you know one one Green Beret veteran said he's he's if he considered himself a a ticking bomb about to explode well the allied products give him a couple of extra ticks before that explosion happens where it's he's he feels more settled and uh, he's actually able to foster the important relationships in his life and and also kind of uh, uh, really really live live a meaningful life again so you know that that's a little bit about the effects that we've seen in the products as well as uh, some of the healing approaches that we that we bring um, we bring to the people that uh, engage in in the healing retreats.
1: What gave you the idea to mix psilocybin, cannabis, and CBD to treat severe depression and therapy-resistant mm. anxiety? Did you have an epiphany at some point, or was there this <laughs> slow process that led you to the combination?
2: Well, really good question. I mean, I I have been really getting into the science of cannabis research uh, since Canadian legalization, um, but it, it the, the use of psilocybin and the, pro- the medical promise of these psilocybin products was really brought to us from the people who were living this life of sur- surviving with PTSD and it, and it started to hit my radar where I started to notice okay there's got to be there's got to be some medical fortitude behind this many people coming forward to say hey this product has saved my life and so we 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 put our best scientists on the analysis and our physician group uh you know we we met weekly and really analyzed what does it, what um what pharmacological pathways in the human brain this is this is affecting and uh really started to put an academic approach to the pharma development track uh, so that as we develop this product that the safety and efficacy data are solid and can meet um, fda approval uh, one one more thing as well vivian like our pharmaceutical development track we've taking a purposeful approach to bring this drug through to clinical phase one and then seek a licensing deal with a big pharma partner uh you know who has the 3,000 sales reps and and the 200 scientists that can go through the phase two three four uh drug development track Uh, so you know allied as a company we've really done the heavy lifting in terms of the the anecdotal evidence with the people that that need these products Uh, we've got the formulations under patent. And now we're just doing the preliminary research to prove the efficacy of, uh, of these products and the real people that that need that need to help.
1: What about the legality of treating patients with psychedelics? Where does the where's the FDA come in on that? And and, and what's Mm. the status of that right now?
2: Yeah, good question. So in, in every country is moving at a different pace. So uh, in, in Canada, in, in 2020, it, it was, uh, uh, there was legislation granted that psilocybin can be, can be prescribed by a physician if the patient meets the criteria to be granted, they call it a Section 56 exemption, under the Offices of Controlled Substances. So, for example, uh, terminally ill folks, refractory depression, which means just basically re- very hard to treat recurring depression. Um, You know, the both of these factors, PTSD, etc, would be eligible disease diagnoses to in order to seek that section 56 exemption Uh, going south of the border to the US Oregon State was the first to legalize um and then in December they put out a call for interest for scientists and folks to sit on the national state advisory panel and so they're going to figure out their you know their application for production application window for distribution and then retail sales likely so in essence to to sort of pointedly answer your question um you know each country is 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 uh moving at their own pace but it but it's for good reason i mean and that's safety right so that it isn't just okay everything's open wide open and people can walk into a retail store and buy as much psilocybin as they want there there needs to be uh you know real real strong guidance for physicians who are using this as a medical product to be able to prescribe the appropriate levels um, and and get the intended outcome for for the individual that's under their care
1: uh, Callum, I mean, this is very promising and critical uh, you know medical research and, and, and therapeutic applications, which we really need to have I and mean, very important for our society. Yet at the same time, well, let me just back up. This is the third show I've done in about a month that okay. kind of approaches cannabis and psychedelics as therapeutic agents and kind of corporate interest and corporate investment in mm-hmm. those things. But at the same time, there's Americans in jails and prisons for the same exact stuff, right? For the same sure. substances. Um, is there any talk about putting any energy towards getting those people out, or, or are there any ethical considerations in in all this happening kind of in two separate, you know, worlds simultaneously?
2: Hmm. Yeah, good point. I mean, in the in the U.S., uh, you know, there there's an organization called MAPS, where that's the Medical Association of Psychedelic Science, and they're they're in Canada as well. They've got you know clinics that are conducting this research. So I think the difference is that uh, that the most recent activities and movements have been very much backed by the science and medical community. Um, you know, and then uh, we've seen uh, we've seen several actions. I mean, the current VP she presented the marijuana justice act back in 2018. Um, and that if that if and when that act is passed, that would mean US national legalization. So then uh, through the, the House in the in the United States, the Moore Act the Marijuana Expungement Act, as well as the Safe Banking Act, have both been passed. Uh, And then there's three key senators, Booker, Wyden, and Schumer. So, uh, respectively, New Jersey, Oregon, and and New York have been tasked uh, to chair the the Senate subcommittee of the criminal justice and counterterrorism group that they're currently working on the draft legal uh, legislation to end the federal marijuana prohibition. So... I mean, with all of these things in place, it's not just like uh, 10 years ago where it was like, okay, there's pockets of special scientific research licenses granted to universities. We're now seeing national level movement towards this US legalization, and that's just going to further evolve the ability for scientists to touch the plant and and really do this important mean, research
1: there, there might be an argument that the quickest way to get people out of jails and prisons is the legitimacy by which these therapeutic applications uh add right politically you think
2: mm, yeah sure i mean well the reason for being in prison is because you've done something against a a legal a legal written law right so i mean if that marijuana justice act does come out and and um you know these uh it, it's fully uh legalized then yeah there there probably would be a window for people to to apply for for uh for release if their if their convictions were just based on purely um you know cannabis or psilocybin based reasons right so i'm yeah. not sure how that will unfold uh but i i bet the legislators are mindful of that because there that's probably a fairly large cohort
1: we're thirty seconds to the next break. Uh, but do you see a time when psychedelics such as psilocybin, ketamine, MDMA, etc., would be available for adults in retail outlets like cannabis is in multiple states? You think that's possible? Yeah.
2: Well, I I like that question because you know, and and how I like to answer that one is safety has got to be at the forefront. Where if somebody walks into a pharmacy and requests large doses of anything, vitamin E, that there's some education the pharmacist can give the person so that they're not going home with that substance and going to injure themselves. Uh, so, you know, that's right. where the research comes in. And, and I'll, okay. I know we're out of time, so I'll pause there on that question.
1: All right. No, I think I think you got it. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to break and come back with our final questions. Don't go anywhere.
2: Time to roll out for the people that let us present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs>
0: they have pot
1: that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 2000- Garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com.
2: We're back to Hemp Presents only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian
0: McPeak.
1: We're back for our final segment with Callum Hughes from Allied Corporation. Uh, Callum, this is just a fascinating subject and you know you're just you're doing really groundbreaking critical work uh it sounds like you're really at the cutting edge of this stuff um i'm just curious or so we still have a few minutes left in the show uh if you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave our audiences with uh any any final uh uh message you want to leave and how can people follow your exploits
2: yeah 100 and thank you for having me the, the we've got many things in the pipeline and many interesting announcements that Allied has uh, coming out just regarding the progress that the company has made in general. So you can get more information at allied.health, A-L-L-I-E-D dot H-E-A-L-T-H. And that's our general website. You can sign up for our newsletters, but also Allied Corp Brands is where you can find information on all of our natural health products in the u.s and you can order right there off the e-commerce platform so we're very excited and uh thank you again for having me uh it's been fantastic interesting discussion and uh i'd love to come back so thanks again
1: all right well good luck on everything that you're doing and it's you know once again it's just a critical area of of medical work that uh really could help so many people i mean we have such a problem in this world right now uh with these issues and as we've seen uh sometimes the pharmaceutical uh drugs that we have um sometimes seems like we're we're taking a chainsaw to something that could could Mm -hmm. use uh maybe something a little bit less less intense like a a plant-based substance do you agree
2: yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of information as well. The OTC markets page, we're publicly traded under the ticker ALID. And there's a lot of information on the OTC markets page with our news releases, financials, everything's listed on there. So ALID on the OTC markets page is a good source for information.
1: All right. Callum Hughes from Ally Corporation. Thank you so much for being on Present, man.
2: Okay. Thanks for having me.
1: My pleasure. And that concludes this installment, of percent on Cannabis Radio. When it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Stay strong, my friends, and get involved in the struggle to end federal cannabis prohibition. Turn up the music, Maestro, because I am out. Marijuana!
0: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts
1: and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent
0: is prohibited. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time